Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, the podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Things to do with your learning disabled child during the pandemic. Follow the process. Math anxiety, humanizing online teaching, and the workplace is still challenging for neurodivergent workers. This is our podcast for week 28 of 2020, and we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Kudia Services, to help us review the links for this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Always happy to be here. Yeah, well, very, very, very good, very good, very good. Yeah, pandemic, I mean, you know, being in quarantine and trying to stay out of trouble and uh, trying to stay healthy. And, uh, but there, of course, there are uh, people with children and then with learning disabled children. And that's what that first uh, link is about. What are you going to do with your learning disabled child during that pandemic? Yes, this is really an issue for parents. And uh, this is a post from News Hook. Uh, uh, changing attitudes toward disability is their um, motto and yeah we really understand that this is tough for uh, parents with children uh, to suddenly being thrown into another role a role of uh, kind of teacher tutor but uh, also having to do your own job normally you just you know write the check and be done with it and the school takes care of it but now absolutely and now uh, particularly when you have a learning disabled child that needs a specific way of teaching um, that is challenging Uh, parents uh, are not equipped to do that so uh, here at uh, Newshook, they bring some suggestions uh, what you can do with your child. And there are a few tips, but I really feel that they are very useful. And you can maybe get more ideas from, uh, from there also. So uh, one of the things they say is involve your uh, child in a daily household tasks okay. and i think that really speaks to good, yeah. the way we were uh, teaching uh, children previously uh, as an apprenticeship so they yeah you show them what to do and they do it with you and that really works and i think that that method of teaching is actually uh, very suitable for uh, most kids of learning uh, disabilities now also um let their creativity unleash. Let them make things. And please don't worry if you have a little bit of a messy messy room or messy kitchen. It's so good for them. And um, you might be surprised at what they can actually accomplish there. So then develop their social and emotional skills. Talk about uh, how they feel. Um, help them to um, talk about that, to, to put it into words. And then, last but not least, the the best tip is celebrate your child. Do not force your child to win the red race, but just um, be very happy with what he does. Celebrate it. There's a lot of time to understand more about your child right now as a parent. And that is just um, very beneficial too. So most importantly, let them stay indoors and uh, learn about their own self also and good that can, advice. can help their uh, maturity very good advice very good advice the um, 
the following link says follow the process and it's a it's a it's a graphic or a picture what yeah can we learn here very very nice picture you need to uh, look at it yourself uh, click on the link download this uh, picture it is by mr craig barton an english uh, math teacher who also um, makes videos um, professional development videos and what he shows here is a really important concept when working to teach children as a parent a teacher or a tutor doesn't matter and it is uh, that you need to follow a process that also helps the student to have kind of an anchor where is he what's my next step etc so he words it slightly different uh, than me but the effect is the same and here's the process that he uh, suggests reflect explain sorry reflect expect check and explain and that is kind of a circle right. um, and if it doesn't work out then go into the circle again so that you can um, rethink the problem so the, the most important notion is um, to help students not to just jump to a conclusion right and that uh, happens a lot because some of the children who struggle in math actually think that a teacher magically immediately instantaneously knows all the answers so that that is doing if you want to be as a teacher who is good in math then you need to jump to an answer so if we can help them to slow down and think and Follow keep those follow the process then they they can really do a lot better um, also um, what they expect the outcome to be is important and then they can compare that with what their calculation was so if there is a discrepancy then that is important for us teachers and parents it's also to help them understand where the process didn't uh, really uh, work well so great learning um and for for all kids i should say but right. specifically for those who uh, struggle in math and uh, i think it will benefit them uh, having this visual to actually be able to follow it and even maybe point at it so what's my next step what do we need to do so that helps your working memory also so you have on the table what your next step is and that frees up some um, working memory space to actually delve into the actual problem okay sounds like good advice good advice follow the process the uh, the next link is about math math anxiety troublesome always absolutely and they have a really beautiful um quote of desmond tutu and i'm happy to see that they have used the specific dyslexia font not many uh -huh. people do that but this uh is a font that was um, developed in the netherlands and it uh, makes it easier to see a difference between a d and a b okay so going back to our link this uh post is um from a great blog from judy bryce uh, who's a tutor herself a tutoring organization and she talks about math anxiety she writes about what it is like to be a parent of a child 
with math anxiety also because it's it's really difficult to see uh, how our um, our little ones are struggling and it can lead to all kind of adversities you want to help them and that actually makes them um, more anxious right. and they try to uh, get away from anything that has to do with that math. That has to do with math, yeah. Absolutely. Mom, leave me alone. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> so, a very useful blog, Inspiration for Parents. Uh, also, uh, many parents do not really understand how deep that anxiety mm -hmm. uh, runs. Yeah. And um, they sometimes say, just to help their kids, I know that, exactly the opposite of what the children need at a particular time. So she also explains about processing speed and working memory, where both of them very important in learning math. But unfortunately, um, anxiety, and particularly math anxiety, obviously, influences that negatively. So um, if they already have a little bit lower processing speed and or working memory, then if that is added uh, with math anxiety, then that is really uh, becoming a big issue. So it is. Uh, there's another thing that I want to mention here. It's uh, still not very much known that math anxiety is not uh, really linked to a math disability. You have students who are pretty good at math who are also anxious to make mistakes okay so um in our dyscalculia tutor training we also dedicate a portion to this uh, to this topic Dramatic anxiety yes. right it is and it's not the same as test anxiety what no. a lot of people think okay good yeah much to be said about that indeed uh, but a good uh, good uh, good post so the next post is uh, humanizing online teaching. This is something from the 100 Days of Professional Learning in the NCTM. Let's listen in. It's a video. Let's see what we can uh, hear. Thank you, Chanda. Chanda. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Maria Zavala. I'm a representative from TOTOS Mathematics for All and here to wrap up TOTOS and NCTM's 100-day partnership. A couple of reminders as we get started um, with our fabulous presentation tonight. Please do use the chat box to <laughs> okay. put comments. Well, that goes to uh, and the, the practicalities. Yeah, this is a, yeah, uh, this is a typical typical start of an uh, of an online uh, online presentation uh, and and webinar where people first start with all the uh, technicalities, how to raise hands, and a thorough explanation of the uh, the uh, software they use. But uh, you've uh, no doubt uh, seen the whole thing. And uh, yes, it's uh, definitely give us, give us the, uh, a the great presentation. Let's. Um, uh, say again that this is a combination from the TODOS Mathematics for All organization and our famous uh, NCTM. Mm -hmm. I can only um, suggest to all our listeners to become a member of NCTM. They have a, um, a wealth of information and also classroom um, activities on their website. So back to this link. It's a great presentation. Uh, it's a little bit over an hour, so you need to uh, uh, take your time to uh, watch it. And it's uh, great to see uh, the text is also being printed uh, underneath. So if uh, family members are doing something else and you don't want to disturb them, or, uh, then you, you can, can switch off your sound. You can switch off the sound and listen. Okay. 
So um, it's it's really too long to summarize. They have so many uh, important things that are really um, that we all need to know if you teach online. Mm-hmm. So actually, something about uh, building and sustaining a beloved mathematics classroom, so that the students are engaged and they stay in your classroom, they pay attention. Um, so there is also attention for social and emotional learning and healing and um, uh, talk about that with your students. One of the things is that they explain, so to say, uh, flipping your lid, which is um, holding up your uh, fingers and your um, thumb is in the, the palm of your hand. And usually when you make a fist, you can learn really well and your um, cerebrum is folded over the the middle brain but if you get into um, anxiety um, fright and flight response actually opens that up and now you are um, yeah coasting on your amygdala and it not on your higher brain functions that you need for um, for doing math Um, there were many other uh, topics um, so he just goes through the whole process of online teaching. Yeah, they and they tries to help everyone to make the best of that. Right. They they mention a lot of useful suggestions, like uh, the Desmos website that we uh, use a lot has right. ready-made um, interactives, so that the whole class can uh, put in their answers. They can see each other's answers. It's really. Okay. Um, a good group uh, process they have to so watching uh, this video is an hour very well spent oh i i definitely uh, want to okay. recommend it okay. yes well and the link is on our on our uh, web page uh, disco coolia headlines uh, that brings us to our last link for the week uh, it says here the workplace is still challenging for neurodivergent workers and i thought the companies were doing so well well, they are definitely trying to move in the right direction. This is the buzzword in uh, HR departments. And uh, the link here is from uh, Neurodivergent Consulting. So they, they actually want to uh, promote that. And one of their um, mottos is changing the world together. So, yes, I am a positive person by nature and I believe that employers try their best to accommodate neurodivergent workers but um, this post brings home the notion that some of the company policies and that's totally unintentional can develop uh, a major obstacle for neurodivergent workers and there are some uh, examples mentioned here like hot desking or rapid changing in a priority or in the pace and organization of the day that is that is difficult for those people 